Hello, you're listening to Masterful Librarian Podcast with your host, Marion Royal, helping librarians achieve greater relevance, meaning, and impact in a rapidly changing world. Welcome to the first episode of Masterful Librarian Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. My name is Marion Royal, and I'm a librarian success coach. But before this career, I had a career as a librarian that spanned over 30 years, all types of libraries, and four states. So today, before I get into the heart of this episode, I'm going to talk a bit about myself, only so that you know that I know what you do and how important that is. But I promise I won't make a habit of it. I earned my MLS from the University of Alabama way back in 1983. My focus at that time was medical libraries, and I spent over 10 years working in hospital and academic medical libraries in Colorado and in Alabama. And that was an interesting and rewarding career, and it gave me lots of information and my first experiences in planning and moving into new library spaces, which I got to do twice, and converting from card catalogs, believe it or not, to automated systems, which I've done a few times now. But after some really difficult personal times in the early 1990s, I took a break from libraries. But I found my way back through school library work in New Mexico. My path brought me to an elementary school library position in 1998, and I did that for six years. And boy, did I learn a lot. Like, for one thing, being an academic librarian and being a school librarian are quite different things. And being a school librarian takes some extra preparation in learning to teach. But then I was asked to move up and become the district's high school librarian in that community. That lasted nine years and paved the way for me to start working at the district level. My school library career pinnacle was serving as the library services and instructional materials manager for the Seattle Public Schools, which was quite an honor for me and one of the most exciting experiences I've ever had career-wise. Family obligations brought me back to New Mexico, however, where I became the director of a small public library in the resort town where I live. And that's where this story begins. Last March, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was terminated from that new position as the public library director. I was still in a probationary status, and I was obvious low-hanging fruit. I had a large salary, and I was the first to go when lockdowns caused plunging tax receipts in this community that really survives largely off of tourism. It gutted our municipal budget, and out the door I went. So my first response? Well, 
I jumped into job search mode in high gear because that's what I do. And to me, losing the position meant that I was meant to move on from here. I believe sincerely that everything happens for a reason. There are no accidents. There are no mistakes. So clearly, there was something else that I needed to do. And right out of the gate, I found a couple of perfect situations in other states, and I applied ASAP. And to my delight, I got an interview for the best one. I won't say where that was, but it would have been a very prestigious position. The interview was virtual because of the pandemic. And other than a few technical problems caused by so many people being on the internet at one time, the interview went really, really well. At least I thought. I loved the search committee members. They were friendly and gracious and engaged. And I felt like they liked me because I got that typical nodding of the head that you get when you give an answer with which they feel very much in alignment with. In my mind, it was only a matter of a few weeks before I would be gainfully employed again and off to a new state for my next adventure in librarianship. I was super excited. This would have been a great career step for me. Except, well, that's not what happened. It's not what happened at all. Instead of getting an offer, I eventually got a thanks, but no thanks, you know, polite email. The job turned out not to be mine after all. And it was the only invitation to interview that I received. No one else was responding to my applications, and I had sent out quite a few at the time. In some cases, quite fairly, COVID had halted the job search And in other cases, it it had eliminated the position entirely. But in other cases, I guess I just wasn't what they were looking for. Fortunately, I have a small pension that I earned from my 21 years as a New Mexico school librarian. But I didn't feel like I was done yet with my career. I did feel a little burnt out around library work, however. I had enough put back to keep going for a while, to pay the bills, and to stay afloat. But I knew that that was going to be a temporary solution. And, well, what was I going to do next? I started contemplating that and remembered that I had been very intrigued by the idea of becoming a life coach for about 10 years. I had hired my own coach roughly 10 years before, and had benefited from it. I appreciated the help of Mary Beth Schuen of Whole Life Coaching at that time, who was my coach and was really wonderful. I was so intrigued with coaching, in fact, that I had even signed up for a training program once and made the down payment, only to back out just before the deadline to get a refund. I didn't go forward with it then. Was this the time now, I wondered? I didn't have any real excuse not to at least explore that path. 
I did some searching online looking for best programs and affordable programs because, remember, not much money coming in. I signed up for a training with Coach Training Alliance, and I'm glad that I did. I now have certification from CTA and highly recommend them for anyone who's interested in coaching. I also hired a business mentor. And a shout out here to Rhonda Hess of ProsperousCoach.com. Thanks so much, Rhonda. And I got started with developing a coach program. As part of my work with my business coach, we identified that the actual audience for whom I had the most interest and alignment and experience was, no surprise, librarians. To gather some information, I called up librarians of all types all across the country and even in Canada, and I asked a lot of questions. I asked questions about what they loved about working in libraries. I asked questions about their successes, their challenges, visions, and their goals. I talked to school, public, and academic librarians, and it was so much fun. It was really interesting. I truly loved it. I could have kept on interviewing librarians forever. It was like hanging out with my friends. The conversations were uplifting and inspiring to me. And the odd thing is that it was almost as though I was repeatedly talking to the same person. Whether I was speaking to someone in a school library or an academic library or speaking to someone in New Mexico or someone in Washington State or even in Canada, I heard the same stories over and over again. Librarians, this is what I heard. You love your work and the people you serve. You want to reach a more inclusive and diverse audience. You want to serve everyone if you can. And you really want your decision makers and your communities to understand what it is you do. And most importantly, to listen to you. You know what you do matters. And you know you could have an even greater impact if only you had the funding, the support, and the understanding of the critical work of libraries and librarians. And honestly, lots of you are tired of the old, outdated stereotypes and misconceptions about libraries and the people who work in them. We don't stamp books and shush people, and print is not dead. I took all the things you told me in my phone calls, and launched my new business, Masterful Librarian. In my highly impactful librarian VIP program, I work with librarians like you to co-create ways for you to achieve greater relevance, meaning, and impact in this rapidly changing world. Please visit my website at masterfullibrarian.com to learn more about what I do Sign up for my email list and receive a free gift that I prepared for you there. The link is in the show notes. So, why am I glad that I lost my library job? Because now, 
My days are spent talking with and helping people like you. Librarians who love sharing that just right book, turning a child on to reading, answering a difficult question, or helping someone get online and find a job. To get to this point with this business took a lot of work, and I had to push way out of my comfort zone lots of times. But it has been an amazing journey. I've met dozens of new and fascinating people, most of them librarians, and frankly, I would not have met them any other way. Like I said, I've had to push way out of my comfort zone to learn new skills and gather information for my business. I mean, cold calling folks is not my thing. And I had to call up people I didn't know and ask about an hour's worth of questions. But it's all been so worth it. I literally cannot express how worth it it's been. I loved my years working as a librarian. It was really good and rewarding. And quite honestly, with the name Marion, perhaps it was just fated for me to take that path. Now I'm happy to be helping librarians like you make those bright visions of what your library can be an even brighter reality. Visit masterfullibrarian.com today and let me help you move the needle toward your goals. Thanks so much for listening to Masterful Librarian Podcast. Please share the show with other librarians who also want to achieve greater relevance, meaning, and impact in a rapidly changing world. If you're listening on the Apple iTunes app, please review the show. Until next time, keep making a difference. Bye now.